Today is May 6th, the day that you have all been waiting for, for a whole week. We're back to talk to you. And that was horrible. <laughs> but it's it's a pretty fun day. We're going to keep doing our Inquisitors. We actually picked two Inquisitors already. And we're also going to go over a little bit of Obi-Wan, just Potential stuff. news. News, a uh, little trailer analysis, all that fun stuff. So... We should just get started yeah. with... Um, I can start with the news. Okay. Um, there was a... Again, I a lot of things say they're confirmed. I personally don't think it's confirmed until it actually happens. You really... That's really how you gotta see it, though. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So, um, there was a report. It didn't say by who. It literally just said a trusted source. So, I'm like, eh, okay. Strike one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, according to the report... Kenobi begins to re- Sorry, I should probably elaborate before I go into this. <laughs> it's a possible end credit scene for the first or second episode of Kenobi. Yeah. Um, this is just an intro of what's going on in the scene, and then I'll get into that. So, according to the report, Kenobi begins to rediscover himself and oh, his power- Oh, by the way, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's fine. But we definitely wanted to approach the series more. I don't want everything spoiled- Kind of. So I don't really try to go out and, oh, let's see what's going to happen, this and that. If something comes up, I'm not going to be like, oh, don't look at it. You know, yeah. so this is just one thing. It's not necessarily a huge spoiler, right? No. Would you say? It's not like a... Uh, should I, I should explain the way I explained to you was it's not that something happened, it's how. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. So... And these are all still just like speculations yeah kind of. nothing's of confirmed people have, yeah 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 <laughs> um again take three sorry <laughs> kenobi begins to rediscover himself and his powers in chapter two let's just say there is clearly a disturbance in the force after Clint, after kenobi and 10 year old princess leia are reunited this triggers our first post-credit scene so princess leia she was rumored to be in um, Kenobi played by Vivian Lyra Blair. Lyra? Vivian Lyra Blair? Yeah. Um, we'll find out if she's yeah. actually in it. Yeah, again, nothing's confirmed. So, then getting into it, um, what the post credit scene will be, they describe it as, you see some murky water, which is a Bacta tank, and then the ugly eye of Anakin Skywalker opens into frame, effectively introducing the face of Christensen's Darth Vader out of his iconic mask for the first time since Mustafar, showing, Christens showing Christensen's face as the Sith Lord, not Skywalker, would be a game changer for Star Wars fans as Vader's story continues to be told. So again, we Did are. Did they say ugly eye? Yeah, <laughs> <That's> so mean. <laughs> so again, we already knew he was going to be in it, but that's just potentially how he's going to be introduced which end credits would be i feel like not impossible putting yeah because they had end credits in mando, mando and boba oh i was like <laughs> oh i missed one i forgot what's up with back to pod I was, they're becoming like for some reason a big deal like boba fett every episode is like i need her back to pod and oh Let him so, use the someone's in the back to pod and all this it, I I was thinking that was pretty funny. What is like, this oh, gonna be like a, ma again. a major game changer? In They're just Star getting Wars. you familiar with it for <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I was gonna say something. Um, oh well. 
I know. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, the possibility of Leia being in it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised because in A New Hope, when she says, you know, she obviously knows who Obi-Wan is. Mm-hmm. She also says, like, you know, you served my father in the Clone Wars. You're like, I don't know about that. He was a senator. <laughs> So I don't know if Obi-Wan he, served he him. He more served your mother. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, she definitely knew who Obi-Wan was. Yeah. So if it was based off of Bale telling her, or she knew because how else would R2 go to Tatooine? Mm-hmm. Unless R2 knew. He knows everything. Yeah, well, he, his memory was you know, never erased, So they had so. to have, like, it's possible that they did have, you know, a moment where obviously... Obi-Wan's not going to be like, hey, if Leia's in danger to Bail Organ, he's not going to be like, hey, sorry, I'm protecting the other one. You just deal with that one on your own. Mm-hmm. If she was in any type of trouble, he would, I feel, definitely go out of his way to keep yeah. her safe as well. Which would make, like, it'd make more sense why Obi-Wan would go off-world for um, any reason. Another thing that I thought was kind of funny is in A New Hope, do you think he, like, recognized her immediately? He said, dude, she grew. <laughs> Yo, it's your twin. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good poker face, honestly. I know, right? To be like, to Go not Kenobi. just blurt, oh, I mean... that's your sister. And just like, he's good at holding a, holding a lot of stuff in. I mean, and then there's Luke just like, I don't know, this poor farm boy. <laughs> Who doesn't know much? He's like, this isn't really fair. She became a princess and he became a farmer. I know, I I tried, but this is what she ended up with. Um, but yeah. I wonder if Leia was raised knowing she was adopted. Or if they were just like... She's adopted. Weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other thing to get into. Uh, oh, that's what it was. You don't see anything... Oh, actually, never mind, in Rebels. I forgot about that episode. I was going to say, you don't see anything of Leia between her being born and her in A New Hope. Yeah. But there's that little She's bit in the Rebels. Rebels for... But uh, as far as her being young, again, with Luke, we didn't see anything with Luke as a kid. Yeah. And this is before Rebels, so it mm-hmm. could have been, you know, she... Oh, I remember him when I was about 10 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Then he came in, he rescued me. I know he's on Tatooine. She's a lot more in the know with things than Lucas. And Lucas, like, the Clone Wars? <laughs> oh, you, oh, no, you no, know no. about the, the Clone Wars? Wars? What? Oh, you served in the Clone Wars? That was it. Yeah. It's like, the okay. Force? What is that? <laughs> anyway, we could go on and on about Luke, but... <laughs> Did you have anything? No. Anything else? That was it. Okay. So, uh, we might come back to that a little bit, but I wanted to do a little bit of trailer breaking down not every detail but just a couple interesting things that i like and i know sierra i know you're interested in the same things as me but anyway obi-wan in the opening sierra was not riding a camel (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's gotta be more star wars than that it's an eop i gotta say it kind of i was a little confused about that at first but Oh, it's a camel. I think it was the second time I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's not a camel. Oh, I got it. They were in The Phantom Menace when they were on Tatooine, you know, so they could be. Imagine if it's like the same one for some reason. But, um, I was going to say, the visual effects have improved mm-hmm. greatly. 
because in what did I say the Phantom Menace yeah it was the Phantom Menace they he wasn't looking too good at all and then he was also in uh Revenge of the Sith when Obi-Wan took Luke back to Tatooine he was riding one Mm-hmm. Could that one would probably be the same as the one he has? He just had this buddy over the years. <laughs> he's like, I tell him all my secrets. <laughs> he knows I'm a Jedi, but he's good at secrets. <laughs> he's like, well, after Cody turned on. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. Don't even, dude. Okay, I'm gonna get off that subject. The trailer score which a lot of people have been talking about, which I want to say music really does tell you a lot. Mm -hmm. You can get like, oh, man, I know what's going to happen just based off the music playing. Yeah, I saw a meme one time that someone figured out that Rey was Palpatine's granddaughter like a couple years before the movie came out because he listened to the music. Yeah. And it was Palpatine's. Like, just change the notes around a little bit, and Mm -hmm. it's the same, which is a lot like Boba Fett and Omega's Mm -hmm. theme. If, you know, they're, like, Alpha and Omega, so they've got, like... If you listen to their themes, they're very, very similar. If you, like, just, you know, change the key, change a couple notes around. Of course, his sounds more tribal, and hers sounds more... Innocent? Cute. (laughs) She's like, I'm in space! Anyway... (laughs) Back to Obi-Wan's score. I cannot wait to hear everything. Like, just Mm -hmm. a new, like, theme. He'd probably have more of the, you know, traditional Star Wars Yeah, because John Williams is doing it. Mm -hmm. So So I don't know about him getting, like, his own theme. Yeah. I could see that happening, though. You know, being Mm -hmm. in, like, his intro theme. I have a feeling they're going to take what they already have with him and, like, spice it up a bit. Yeah. To make it more of a theme. Let's revamp this a little. Anyway, Battle of the Heroes is what first plays. Also, um, sad, but Anakin versus Obi-Wan. It's kind of like the same song. You know how mm-hmm. there's songs, but they've got like the same tune for par- at parts of it? So mm-hmm. that's the song that plays in the opening, but it's more of a cinematic, sad version instead of intense when it's when he's battling Anakin. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that Obi-Wan, the toll it took on him, that battle, you know, he's reminiscing on it. It's kind of the feel you would have as he's saying, you know, the fight is done, we mm-hmm. lost. So it was really, really deep for them to use that theme, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah, music, victory and death, for instance, too. That one just gets you. <laughs> and, you know, like Beginning anything. The Bad the Batch stars. theme, you know. Oh, across the stars. That one. Literally, when I listen to that sometimes, I'm on the verge of tears. I feel like, like Padme's theme is not necessarily a, tha- a, thad, a sad theme, mm-hmm. but it's almost laced with the story you know tragedy is coming mm-hmm. you know and it's it's there and it's just like layered with this tragic sound to it mm-hmm. that just it's crazy what they did with that mm-hmm. it's a really good theme but anyway and then it switches into darth maul 
Okay, I always you associate it with Darth, Darth Maul, Maul, but it's still the fates. <laughs> which I was associated because in Phantom Menace they battled Darth Maul. Yeah. One time I was listening to that song and then I was just like, wait, they're actually saying stuff. I wonder what they're saying. So I looked it up. Yeah. They were saying they were singing a different language. Bella yeah. looked more into it than I did. I did. I was about to talk about it. Oh, sorry. You just presented it horribly. <laughs> Well, let me try to clean up that mess. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an old, I believe it was a Welsh poem that was translated into, like, Sanskrit, which is, literally, there's no reason for it being that language. John Williams just thought it sounded the best because he tried, like, you know, translating it to a bunch of different languages. I read a thing that he liked it because of all the vowels. He's like, it was it was good. It had, it had good vowels. <laughs> So, gotta stretch those. They went with that. It's an old Welsh poem, and it says this is the main part. It's a long poem. I'll get more into the meaning of the poem. It's kind of funny. It says, Under the tongue root, a fight most dread, and another raging behind in the head, which is very like it's brilliant almost to be like, you know, this battle in the minds, you know, another raging behind in the head, Mm -hmm. and then under the tongue root, it's just like you know, your words and your mind and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's playing, that's Duel of the Fates, and it's just this conflict between light and dark, and you're like, bro, this is deep. (laughs) And it's basically a poem about this wizard that created an army of trees, mobile trees. Sounds like Lord of the Rings. I thought of, like, Narnia, you know, when the trees, Uh, like, take off. (laughs) Um, but trees just start killing everybody in star wars you see all the trees come to life anyway i just thought like it wasn't i instantly thought darth maul when it played in obi-wan but it's not confirmed he's going to be in it at all Mm -hmm. and i don't even there aren't really many rumors about either people are like "Eh, it could be but i don't know so, I don't... Kn- I think it's because they already have their face-off thing yeah, in, in, Rebels. in Rebels. So, he wouldn't know he was on Tatooine. I don't even... I feel like they wouldn't have him in it just mm-hmm. to save him for when he actually came to Rebels. Yeah, there was a rumor that Kira was going to be in it. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, she would report to him mm-hmm. about Obi-Wan. It's just... There's a lot going on. Plus, another thing is... Han might be in it Mm -hmm. because after Solo he went to Tatooine to you know find Jabba the Hutt and stuff yeah so there's a whole thing about Harrison Ford um, doing the de-aging doing recording in England where Kenobi and Andor are being filmed yeah um and he would be using de-aging so they say confirmed again I don't confirm anything yeah so he could be in it I don't know they would they always do something to where it would fit. Mm-hmm. So if he was in it, it would fit really well. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Might just be that perfect entrance that you needed. Um, another thing was with the song. I was going back to Battle of the Heroes. It reminded me... I, we listened to a lot of scores. And it reminded me so much of just the tone, that different feel it had of Ahsoka ahsoka's theme when she leaves the order and then her theme when she comes back how it's the same song but you know when she's leaving it sounds more like 
hopeless and you know sad obviously and Mm -hmm. then when she comes back it has this like it's hopeful and uplifting so it was just like the whole difference so this was kind of opposite from intense to defeated Mm -hmm. so that was just another thing music tells you a lot and i'm excited for the music in this show just a whole nother score to add to my playlist Oh, and also the Duel of the Fates, the translation that I read, the poem section, is the what they, the general idea, the actual translation is more like dreadful head, dreadful speak, give dreadful speak, give battle, dreadful, dreadful rage. It's a lot of dreadful. It's just like, because they're talking and, you know, you hear them singing in Duel of the Fates, like, oh, it's so cool. Think of the poem, the literal poem, then the actual what it translates translation to. Translation to, yeah. That's they meant to get that across. <laughs> and another thing, moving on into another part of the trailer, is when Obi-Wan is in the other planet, I believe it was Dayu, like the Hong Kong planet, mm-hmm. you know? The milk planet. <laughs> and he you see the scene when he's hiding on top of like a building and there's people shooting at him. And that's the same scene actually when the green birds, you know, fly out of the thing that he was hiding behind Mm -hmm. but you see one of the shots shot at him is yellow it's a yellow blaster shot and that's always associated with mandalorians who knew blaster shots meant something because you know the blue ones in the clone wars was like it was a blaster shot intended more for battle droids Mm -hmm. because it did more damage to like their electronic mechanical mechanical things and then like the Naboo they had different colors and everything was just a color associated Mm -hmm. and so yellow is always the Mandalorians Mm -hmm. not to say that it's a Mandalorian shooting at him because the silhouette did not look like a Mandalorian it looked more to Gruda but I don't know about that it also looked like they were holding something yeah it looked like Leia (laughs) and he just slung over the shoulder anyway um yeah, so it's kind of hard to tell what exactly it was. It didn't look human. It looked more not human. <laughs> Great choice of words. And it wasn't like an Inquisitor either because they would obviously have the lightsabers out. Mm-hmm. So he's on this planet and there's Inquisitors everywhere. And there's these other people shooting at him. Like, what is... Who's after Obi-Wan? Why do they have a yellow blaster? Are they, like, related in any way to Mandalorians to have this yellow blaster? Mm-hmm. You know? It's maybe just... you killed a Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That reminds me of when Qui-Gon was just like, maybe I killed a Jedi and took it from him, just the way he said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I had in my head. I'm just like, where am I getting this from? I figured it yeah, out as like, soon as I said it. Because even if they're not Mandalorian, because they didn't look like Mandalorian, mm-hmm. they would have this backstory to be like, what did you do? Why did you take their blaster? Why is it yellow? What? So that was just one one thing that I noticed that I didn't hear much other people talking about. And then they're shooting, and then all of a sudden these birds fly out. Like, what is... Save the birds, what man. What the heck? And also, I was That's just thinking... That's the whole point of Kenobi is. You know the, the one scene when um, you see Reva standing in like this alley... You know, the the light, like, she's backlit. Mm-hmm. And then you see another figure in a hood, and you're like, oh, Obi-Wan. 
mm-hmm. I was thinking, and I was like, that's not the same blaster that was held. Oh, my computer just did something weird. It scared me for a second. I thought it stopped recording. <laughs> anyway, he's holding a blaster, and he's shooting at yellow blaster person. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's their name, yellow blaster person. And then in another, yeah, in the other scene when he's, well, not him, when someone's in an alley facing Riva, it's a different blaster. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is he just picking up blasters on the way, or is it this entirely different person? You know yeah. what I mean? Could be another Jedi, possibly. It could be Bale. It could be oh, some yeah, random be villager there, huh? holding a blaster. I don't know. So there's just things to think about that. Who knows what he's doing on this? He's that droid. Ned? That's... You mean Ned? The droid's name is Ned? Well, you know, in in Irish, on his, like... Oh. On the machine, it spells out Ned. Oh, okay. I didn't oh. know that. <laughs> Which would be like... You know how they've started doing, like, these comedic droids? Yeah. You know, like, this is... I would love to see another one. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ned! Let's go. And a lot of people were saying, you know, that scene where there was the, like, oh, it's the clone trooper? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Ned. <laughs> because they're like, oh, that's what they want you to think. It's Ned. I'm like, mm. unless the clone had screwed together fingers, <laughs> it was Ned. And it was, like, the same room maybe, building. Maybe it's Echo with the prosthetic. And then people were like, oh, it's Rex. I'm like, no, Rex has, like, the ARC trooper armor, so... Uh, sorry, I mean, clones could still be in it. Any clone could still be in it. That's the ones that are alive, at least. But I don't think it's Rex in that particular scene. And anything else? Oh, and then just Reva, you know, with the Jedi symbol. So there's... Mm -hmm. It looked like it's still the same planet, the off-world planet, Mm -hmm. not Tatooine. Like, there's a Jedi symbol on the wall. What does that mean? More Jedi business? Is that why Obi-Wan's there, or does he come so across visible. it when he's there? <laughs> so out in the open. Are you kidding me? Anyway, it's just, it's a lot. Also, you know that scene I was talking about when they're in the alley and there's Reva and then the other guy, or, or girl or whatever, I don't know who's who it is, you know, and they're, like, facing each other like they're about to fight? The one I was just talking about, mm-hmm. where it wasn't Obi-Wan. On the walls in Arabesh, there's, like, a whole bunch of things. I'm like, I wonder what it says. I look at its logic. Who writes logic on the wall? <laughs> you know, you could... A person that's just like, everyone here is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Maybe that was part of it, and logic was just, like, sandwiched in there. But I thought, like, oh, let me see what this says. You know, decode it. Logic. Logic. <laughs> I'm like, did they put that in for the people who would, like, try to decode it? They're like... Well, okay then. <laughs> Using my logic, thank That's you very much. Like, like a bantha or something. Oh my gosh, we should put that in. Okay, they probably filmed this before that There's even came out. There's someone, like, a meme. some amazing person, put Boba Fett's line "like a bantha" in song form and made this whole song. Man, I'm gonna have to link that because it made my day. Like I don't know how long ago I saw that, but every time I see it, it never fails. It's hilarious. And, okay, moving on to the... What? There was one thing okay. that I remember that I forgot to mention. <laughs> um, up, uh, I remembered there's... you forgot. I remembered I forgot, yeah. Um, it was said that Disney was casting for a live-action Barris. So, 
possibility again that Barris may be in live action in something. It didn't yeah. say for what. Um, if anything, we're all like expecting like Ahsoka, and she's in Obi Wan. What? <laughs> she's in Andor for some reason. Like, bro. Yeah, that I could see that happening. I could there, too. Usually, if there's a lot of rumors, it ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And so every time a rumor comes up, I'm like, it's basically canon. But you gotta not trust everything. Yeah. There's just, you know, it's weird how you can tell yeah. what's real and what's not. You could just have a feeling. I can sense it. <laughs> it's, it's a, a Jedi, Jedi trait. trait. <laughs> and anyway, the the very green birds in the Obi-Wan trailer. And at first I was like, oh, is it like Morai, Ahsoka's bird? You know, the one that was linked to the daughter mm-hmm. through the Force. I was like, people said she was in The Mandalorian when he went to find Ahsoka in mm-hmm. the season two episode of the Jedi. And the bird was brown, you know, more brown, which makes sense, you know, animation to live action. Goes from a cute round bird to like this brown owl Maybe with a funny tail. A oh, funny tail? Funny tail. You know how it like skinny and then at the, the end way you it's said like that a, sounded like one word. Said, it's a funny tail. <laughs> you don't know what a funny tail is? <laughs> But these birds are greener than the one that was brown. So I'm like, does it happen to be this like the same type of a species? But again, Morai was a special bird because it was like the daughter. You're special. You are special. Just wanted to let you know. So it's like, are these birds even important? You know, should we be thinking about them? Them? <laughs> them? Or is it just, you know, it's a distraction? Just a lot to think about. It's going to be... Or don't even think about it. Just wait, you know? <laughs> Just wait and be surprised. Um, bop, 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 bop. I wanted to also mention... I just thought this was nice. Is 50 seconds in... Approximately 50 seconds in... When Obi-Wan's on like that transport on Tatooine... And it looks like a work transport. You know where everyone's being transferred? Yeah. Use, everyone's focusing on Obi-Wan, you know, because he's on this transport. You're like, what's he doing? And is, it's he, Obi-Wan. is he going to work? And in the background, you see someone offers someone else a drink, like just from their little canteen thing. And I was like, that was so nice. Like people on Tatooine <laughs> are friendly. Him. So it was just something random. I just thought it was nice of this person to do. So mm-hmm. I got that out. Also, another thing, is it even possible that Ahsoka would be an Obi-Wan? Because Anything's possible. If I you asked me if, if would... Ahsoka was going to be in Boba Fett, I would say no, she's not. I just feel like um, the reality of whoever is filming that, is it Deborah? Not filming. Deborah Joe. Yeah. yeah. Would Deborah make us that happy? Would she dare? <laughs> I mean, we're going to get like, a lot of action, I feel like it's almost action, not though. possible. We're going to get a lot of action from her because she likes action. Yeah. Makes her happy, which makes me happy. It's funny because when she talks, she talks so, like, calm. But yeah. the, what she's saying is just like, bring, oh, yeah, Bring I me love more zombies. explosions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't know what to expect from you I anymore. I love her. But the only problem would be if they got, like, Rosario to play Ahsoka, they would have to de-age her almost. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in the book Ahsoka, when she ends up, uh, that's when she, in the end of the book, she joins with Bail Organa and, like, the rebels. Mm-hmm. 
and she starts on that whole journey. So she could be in Obi-Wan because, like, there's this really adorable scene when she sees, like, Bail talking to Leia. Mm-hmm. And Leia's, like, very young. And so there's, like, a possibility that she could end up being in it, like, as a cameo. I don't know for sure. It's possible. It would be cool, mm-hmm. you know? Because she could know about, you know, that's how she would know about Luke, kind mm-hmm. of. Because in Boba, you're like, did you just randomly show up? Like, oh, hey, I knew your dad. <laughs> or was she like, oh, hey, I remember you. <laughs> well, wait, that's when that's all she says. And Luke is like, on which side? <laughs> which side are you on? <laughs> I love Luke. But yeah, like, was that their first encounter? And she was just hanging out with him for a couple days to watch him build a school? Because that seems kind of, like, random. <laughs> Whereas if they knew each other from earlier. Yeah. And saw for some reason, like, Luke left. I mean, Obi-Wan left Tatooine. Would he be like, well, bye, Luke. You know? Or would he be like, hey, I need a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just, like, hey, Ahsoka, with I these? Just, I just need you to stay here a couple days. Just keep an eye on him. Make sure he doesn't die. We'll all be good. Carefully tends to wander and then the same people and all that fun stuff. Anyway, it's possible. I don't know how likely it is, but hey, it could happen. It's Star Wars. It could happen. And the last thing is more of like a Easter egg cameo types. Obi-Wan's scopes. When he's he's sitting there, he's on his little rock. On his little rock. It's a big rock. <laughs> but he's sitting on the rock and he's watching Luke, you know, pretend to be like some pilot or whatever. And he's holding these tiny little scopes. And the thing that got me was the fact that he was, like, holding them and they were so tiny. It took me right back to The Clone Wars, Season 6, Episode 1, when they're on, like, that Separatist. They're in the hangar, Fives, Anakin, and Rex, and they're watching Tup, you Mm -hmm. know, being transported. And uh, Anakin's holding up, like, his tiny little scopes, and Fives is like, are these Jedi issues, sir? Mm -hmm. And Anakin's like, stay focused. I was like, hey, those look like the same scopes. I mean, not the same ones, but the same type. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that could just be more of a... It These aren't separate times, mm-hmm. and they're like the same, because if he had his scopes from when he was a Jedi, you know, like it's just another reminder that this all happened to him kind mm-hmm. of a thing. You know, it's details, man. Details are so insane what they do with star wars Mm -hmm. and i'm like i didn't i wouldn't even think about that like i can't even i don't even have the capability of making anything star wars because the details that they do is just crazy yeah to where he could have just picked some up on tatooine or whatever but they're like no we're gonna make him have like these same ones these same tiny little scopes i just think that it's so cool that they do that Mm mm-hmm and also, Luke, um, I, I thought about mentioning this, but I decided to. I didn't write any of this down, so I'm going off memory. Is you see Luke fighting, like, pretending to fight on top of their little house, you know? Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a deleted scene from A New Hope when Luke was talking. He was down at, like, Toshi Station, and he was talking about how he saw a battle going on in the sky above them. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of, like, there's this stuff going on, and he could 
maybe he's seen he's seen multiple battles in the sky and so he's just like copying it it was kind of yeah you know what i mean i just think stuff like that is cool because i feel like the deleted scenes are just kind of like canon still they're yeah. just like we cut it for time but it's real it's just all kinds of stuff it's funny yeah and that's all i have that was like kind of long honestly that was, that was long i'm sorry Ikidoki. Now we're moving on to the Inquisitors, and we picked two Inquisitors. I already said that. I picked tenth brother. Sierra picked third, third sister? sister. Hang on, let me check what sister she is real quick. Quick, I said real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, third sister, which is Riva. She's gonna be an Obi Wan. So I figured we'll start with Riva. Because she's not long. Not long at all. She is, obviously, third sister. Force-sensitive human female. She was once a Jedi, like all the other Inquisitors. And during the reign of the Galactic Empire, she served as a member of the Inquisitorius. Like the third brother, little is known about her activities. We'll get into the third brother, too, at some other time. And when she served the Empire... And at some point, she came into contact with Owen Lars, because in the Obi-Wan trailer, you see her and Owen. Mm -hmm. And also, there's been, like, you know, released pictures, and it's her literally, like, there with Owen, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't like, oh, they came, they were there at the same time. Mm -hmm. They stood face-to-face. Who knows why she did that? Maybe she just picked someone random, and it happened to be him, who was keep taking care of Luke. And in her hunt to seek out Jedi in hiding, the third sister is ruthlessly ambitious. And we don't know her lesson of loss, if Darth Vader has given her one. So, it's really not much is known about her. Tenth Brother is a little more interesting. And, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. She's going to bound to have character development in this show, because she seems like she's pretty up there in the cast yeah and sierra says she looks like don Cheadle. <laughs> only well i can't say only uh mainly in one picture i took a screenshot of it i don't know why it was paused on that but i looked in her profile just it was so don i'm Cheadle. not arguing with you because <laughs> she really and I like, sent it to other people and they're like dude if people are like oh this is don Cheadle's sister you're like yeah bro like it is she doesn't look masculine not at but all but she does look like don Cheadle. <laughs> maybe they're cousins and that's all we got on reva so far so we're moving on to 10th brother and i would like to state that I get everything off Wikipedia and various other things because Wikipedia is prone to being more accurate and up-to-date mm-hmm. in the canon stuff. And it says not all the info is up-to-date. So it's kind of a gray area when they said that. But everything I checked seems very accurate in canon. So, And the Tenth Brother's never been seen. He's just a really cool dude that has no eyes. He has no eyes was that his lesson of what no no it wasn't he was just... they weren't even like oh my eyes were gouged out no he just had no eyes the dude had no eyes what do you do with that like 
It's so weird. When you grow up, do you, like, know that other people have eyes and they tell you? He wasn't, like, a human, though. Like, yeah. the, the race he was, they just, just didn't, didn't have, have eyes. eyes. They have, like, sockets, mm-hmm. but they don't have eyes. That's just, that is. His name is Prosit Dibbs, 10th brother, when he was a Jedi. And he has long gray hair and no eyes. <laughs> I can't get over that. He is a sharp-witted individual who has exceptional hearing. I mean, gotta make up for it somewhere. <laughs> you can't see. And an intuition of what was around him, which this yeah, all... that's convenient. It makes sense because he got no eyes, buddy. <laughs> um, he was held in high esteem by his colleague and superior Mace Windu because he had this high sense. And Mace is like, oh, that's useful. Um... Dibbs himself admitted that he had a great mind and believed his only flaw was his tendency to speak about it. Can you imagine? I'm so smart. I can I can not see, but I'm really I'm really good at knowing what's around. I'm sorry to brag. I shouldn't have done that. But I'm just so smart. <laughs> Is that like the conversations he would have at night? At around night. the fire. <laughs> hey guys. I know I told you this yesterday, but, but I'm just so smart. But I know what's going on. <laughs> It's like I can see you. Uh, okay. During his during the Clone Wars, he was sent on an operation to Hisrich. Could be Hisrich, but I'm gonna go with Hisrich. No, Hisrich is easier to say. I'm going with Hisrich. <laughs> what a great Star Wars podcast. Where his faith in the Jedi on Hisrich, um. Their role as peacekeepers conflicted with their new responsibilities as generals in the armed forces of the Galactic Republic. So here he had his face shaken. Like his Barris. face shaken. <laughs> his eyes fell out. <laughs> but no, kinda like you know Jedi go through this thing where they're yeah. like, Are we really supposed to be doing this? All of them went through it. Most of them got through it. Others Bears. were like him. Here. He saw that during the battle, there were many innocent casualties that got mixed up in things, and he did not like that. And after returning the the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, Dibs was put on trial by the Grand Master because he challenged Mace Windu. Like, hey, we shouldn't be doing this. He challenges Mace. So much power. Like, you could have challenged anyone else. Bro, you're at a disadvantage. You can't see. <laughs> hey, but I can sense. <laughs> Anyways, so he was put on trial for this, and at Windu's request, Dibs was spared from the death penalty and sentenced to rehabilitation, working with the Jedi Archives. So, <laughs> and that's where, um, that's where, uh, the main- He met up with the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> hey, can you let me read the, the archives? <laughs> but it also made me think about Barris. How she bombed the Jedi Temple, and really, we don't know what happened to her after she was taken away. They didn't say. Mm -hmm. So it could have been something very similar to this, because he challenged Mace Windu, and they fought and did all this stuff, and then he ended up, you know, being sentenced to more like a house arrest type of a thing. Mm -hmm. So Barris could be similar. You know, they could be like, hey, we're not going to give you the death penalty, we're going to have you do this instead so she could have she could there's more to her story 
So who knows what happened to her? Especially if she's going to be casted in some show. Yeah. I feel like if, if that happened, we would definitely find out what happened. Yeah, for sure. Dave and John better come up with that because they're they're the only ones that are capable. And George Lucas, obviously, but I feel like that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really have to <laughs> mention that. And after Order 66, the 10th brother, what was his name? What was it? Prophet? <laughs> he fell to the dark side and joined the Inquisitorious. Of course. And I bet you it's because he knew the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, he's like that hey, helped. she didn't let me read them either. I hey, dude, that. why am I so back in the line, like, far back in the line? I'm the 10th brother. Why can't I be the first brother? We go way back. I snuck you archives. Anyway, when he... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when he was with the Jedi and, and a Jedi, he wore a blindfold just to cover his eye sockets. But when he became a member of the Inquisitorious, he no longer wore one. Okay, when you said that, I immediately pictured at Disneyland and Indiana Jones how they have the cloth covering the eyes at the very beginning when you're loading up into the In- Indiana into the Jones. Jeep. The, the, the Jeep. <laughs> did I say Indiana Jones? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, when you're loading up, anyway, Indiana Jones. When you're loading up into the Jeep and you first like start going into the ride, how you have to go into that cave yeah. thing, and then it has the blindfold on it. That's at the end. Or the eyes? No, that's at the beginning. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I pictured. <laughs> yeah. He's psych. Got no eye sockets. <laughs> yeah. It's just so weird. Who? Why is this a thing? It's cool. Why does he have no eyes? Socket. But the but sockets. He has the sockets. Not like flat. I guess does that would be Crow creepier. Have eyes? Ooh, maybe Plo's the same thing, and he's like, I look creepy. I need to put something there. Uh, and another thing about this 10th brother is when he was with the Inquisitors, he didn't wear armor. Wait, I just realized. What? I said, what if Plo doesn't have any eyes, and he said, this looks creepy. He can't see it. <laughs> I don't get it still. Because I'm more focused on the 10th okay, thing. Go ahead. You'll tenth get it brother. Later. <laughs> yeah, explain it later. For everyone else that got it, though, that's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, he he just had, you know, like, some basic armor, but not like, oh, I got a chest plate and protect my legs. It was more like his arms, and he had, like, these epaulets. Yeah. And he's like, I'm fancy. <laughs> Let me take the blindfold off. Uh, he had two short, single-bladed lightsabers, so he didn't have the regular, you know, helicopter lightsabers that the other Inquisitors did. And he died from purge troopers on the Moncala mission, which, that's actually a good time to bring up that mission. Let me find it in my notes, because, dude, this story was on fire. That's the best I could come up with right now. Okay. Ready. Here we go. This is the Moncala mission, which this should probably wrap up the podcast actually after this. And I wanted to tell you this. I've been wanting to tell you this for like weeks, but I decided to wait to tell you now. So, and this is a mission during the times of, you know, the Republic fell, the empires rising. 
and Vader and his Inquisitors are like, oh, we're strong, you know, we're going to take over the galaxy. (laughs) Be quiet. (laughs) And so on this mission, it was the ninth sister, sixth and tenth brother, and Darth Vader with 14 purge troopers. And they're investigating whether a possible Jedi had been influencing King Lechar's negotiations with the Empire. So they eventually took the king prisoner, and the ninth sister interrogated him for the location of the Jedi. And, okay, this is kind of odd, but a school of large creatures rose through the sea level, generating a wave large enough to rip through the city. The two other Inquisitors attempted to hold it off, but even when Vader joined them, the wave was too strong. And, and the two other Inquisitors were the, the, the brothers. Okay. And so then they were all swept away. Is this, like, so Star Wars? You know, like, I want to see this happen in, like, a movie. (laughs) And so then all the Inquisitors and Vader survived except for um, the Purge Troopers. Only two of them survived. And they were unsure what happened to the king, but they ended up obtaining the Jedi's location. The Ninth Sister obtained that after questioning the king. And so they took an Imperial submarine and found Vader. He was fighting a giant sea monster under the ocean. Can you imagine? We're looking for Vader. Oh, there he is. What is he doing? I can, like, picture it. He's underwater that looks battling like. this sea creature. I just thought that was so... Does his mask have a filter? Or that was a like moment when gear? it was like... That's Anakin. Anakin is... he is... in scuba gear? No. I don't think so. I, like, picture... Okay. I picture him underwater, but, like... He's standing up. You're like, so you like, mean to tell me water. that his whole robot armor suit helmet is waterproof? waterproof? I'm going scuba diving, guys. But anyway, it's just, that was very Anakin. You know, that's when Anakin comes out. Oh, I was just battling a sea creature under the water in this huge trench. So anyway, they found him and literally saved him because he would have died. Oh, man. And How did Darth Vader die? <laughs> well, <laughs> he was kind of fighting a sea monster. So then, in the end, they found the Jedi along with six of the Jedi's disciples, evacuating their refuge. And the group scattered, and the disciples one by one sacrificed themselves to slow down the Inquisitors to, you know, try to let the Jedi actually escape. But in the end, they found the Jedi, and I think it was just... Yeah, it was the Jedi and two of his disciples were left, so four of them sacrificed themselves. And the sixth brother cut one of them down, and then the Jedi came forward to confront them. And after an exchange of words with Farron Barr, um, that was the Jedi, he revealed that he knew the Inquisitors were all former Jedi, and he knew that the role, the role that the clones played in order 66 which the purge troopers the two Mm. that were left with them were clones and the jedi knew that they executed order 66 so he literally found almost like a reverse loophole and he said hey i knew you all were formal former jedi and you're all still jedi and that triggered the clones to turn on the inquisitors and begin shooting them and i was like Bro, that is brilliant. That is. And I thought that was just, that's so clever to do. Smart person. Smart. Smart smart Jedi. 
You're very smart. So Smarter then, than 10th brother? The one with no eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Because 10th brother was just like, I'm going to fight Mace Windu and then get archive duty. <laughs> so, I just, it's stories like that that are like, wow. Why didn't I hear about this? I feel like why wasn't this a movie in itself? I mean, some um, most of you listening, you know, might already know this story, but it's very like every Star Wars fan should know this story. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so yeah. good, and it's just like whoa! It almost gives you chills, just like these clones that yeah. are, they turned. It was just so cool. So that is all we have. For today with the Inquisitors, Obi-Wan, you know, just going over some of that fun stuff. We'll be back again two weeks from now. We'll be doing more Inquisitors. And if we find anything else of trailers, any other rumors, you know, I heard Mando, you know, might be coming back this year. Mm. Which, if it's October, then the friend that tells me, like, Star Wars updates, I'm going to not doubt them anymore. (laughs) Because that last percentage that was (laughs) that that little bit, I didn't believe them, but it's crazy. Like, they haven't been wrong before, but if it comes out in October, I'm gonna be like, dude, unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we got we got a lot coming. It's coming. Um, the show, I mean, Obi Wan, (laughs) it's coming. (laughs) Get ready for the storm. (laughs) So, yeah, it's we're getting there. It's it's going now from like, oh man, it was confirmed they're doing a show to like, we're coming down to the last days before. So it's exciting. Pretty crazy. Yep, we're still preparing for our May the 4th special. Special. Which we decided on 66 fun facts. <laughs> uh, of all the numbers that we could have picked, 66 is what we're doing. We're gonna execute Order 66. So much meaning. Yep. So, thank you guys so much for listening. If you listened this far, at this point, you might as well subscribe. And please give us five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you have time, please leave us a review. It really helps build the podcast up. Build the fan base. So, thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you guys in two weeks. 